did she do? Women Jacker, hello, I'm Sam Sarah, and you are listening to What Did She Do? Before I begin, I would like to acknowledge this podcast is created in Nam on Boon lands and thank them for allowing us to tell our stories here. What Did She Do? is a weekly podcast which features reviews written by myself and keeps you up to date with live theatre and events in Melbourne. It drops every Sunday. Today is your last chance to see Trans Woman Kills Influencer at La Mama Courthouse. This show combines videos and theatre to present a thrilling murder mystery. To book tickets, head to lamama.com.au. There are hot summer nights at Gasworks until the 5th of February. This outrageous adults-only circus cabaret show features a brand new hand-picked cast of Australian's top circus performers and is hosted by the brilliant multi-award winning cabaret star Tash York. Tickets through eventfinder.com.au. Melbourne Theatre Company is currently presenting Presenting 17, a wild and wise vision of adolescence, where youth and maturity intermingle in every moment. The season runs through to the 17th of February, and tickets can be purchased through mtc.com.au. Groundhog Day the Musical is playing at the Princess Theatre until the 25th of May. This brilliant new production is based on the classic movie and is a parable of love, hope, and transformation. For all bookings and inquiries, call 1300 111 011. Tell me, boy, why are you still with me? I can't do this no more. All I want to do is flee. Rouge opens at Gasworks on the 6th of February and runs through to the 10th. Circus for grown-ups. Bookings via eventfinder.com.au. Destroyed is playing at the Explosives Factory from the 6th to the 10th of February as well. A one-act performance of queer femme heartbreak, grief, torture and swathed in blood based upon the tragedy of Macbeth by Williams Shakespeare. You can book tickets at theatreworks.org.au. From the 8th to the 9th of February, Mama and Nana's Kitchen Stage 2 opens at Art Play. Help co-create a sound installation with kitchen utensils, water and flour. Tickets via Artplay. .sales.ticketsearch.com Victorian Opera brings Candida to the Palais from the 8th to the 10th of February. Voltaire's satirical tale of mindless optimism springs to life through a brilliant score from famed West Side Story composer Leonard Bernstein. Tickets can be booked at victorianopera.com.au Also playing from the 8th to the 10th of February is Woman of Salt at Gasworks. Step into a world where embracing your fury is the only option. Tickets via gasworks.org.au Mekhorstra opens at the MC showroom from from the 8th to the 11th of February. Mikorstra is an exploration of the intricate relationship between movement and music. You can get your tickets at themcshowroom.com. Meg Washington is performing with the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra on the 9th of February. Meg's highly influential genre-defying work has inspired a generation of music fans. Bookings via mso.com.au. Homophonic is back at La Mama Courthouse from the 9th to the 11th of February. New music by queer composers. Get your tickets at lamama.com.au. The Rocky Horror is back in Australia and takes residence at the Athenaeum from the 9th of February with Jason Donovan as Frankenfurter and Joel Creasy as the narrator. It's
The Rocky Horror Show tells the story of Brad and his fiancée Janet, two squeaky clean college kids who meet Dr. Frankenfurter, an extraterrestrial mad scientist from the galaxy of Transylvania, where people really like to party. Tickets are on sale now at rockyhorror.com.au. Cuddle opens at Arts House on the 20th of February and runs through to the 25th, an intimate dance heist from two rising stars. For tickets, head to artshouse.com.au or call 9322-3720. Angel Monster runs from the 14th to the 24th of February at Theatre Works. Sex, consent, violence and empowerment crash tackle together in a full femme, full-bodied conversation where the agenda is equality, ownership and individuality. Get your tickets at theatreworks.org.au. House of the Heart opens at the Museum of Chinese Australian History on the 15th of February and runs through to the 10th of March. A cornucopia of extraordinary singers, dancers and storytellers in a work that swirls across language and culture to explore home, family and how we create a sense of place and heartfelt belonging in this country we all call home. Bookings via trybooking.com. Mob and Shakespeare Company is presenting Much Ado About Nothing at Central Park from 17th of February to the 10th of March. Step into the swinging 60s with this new electrifying musical production. Tickets via trybooking.com. Melbourne Shakespeare Company also has Adventures in Neverland playing from the 17th of February to the 10th of March. Immerse your little ones in an exciting world where feisty fairies flutter, pirates scheme and magic is only one song away. Book through trybooking.com. The Mainnet Illusion Exhibition takes residence at Arts House from the 19th of February to the 23rd of March. This is a hot and humid installation of Philippines sound, video and performance inspired by videoki in the Philippines. Bookings through artshouse.com.au. Flamenco Dancer is happening at Gasworks from the 20th to the 24th of February. Flamenco Dancer is an inspired, wonderful and elegant show of flamenco dance and guitar. Bookings at gasworks.org.au. Puccini in the Park is playing at the Sydney Meyer Music Bowl on the 21st of February. Giacomo Puccini composed some of the most enduringly popular operas. This concert is free and no bookings are required. Marie's Crisis returns to Common Rooms from 23rd of February to the 25th. What better way to start thinking about New Year than by locking in a riotous evening of tunes and tinkling ivories. Bookings through melbournefringe.com.au The Hate Race opens at the Beckett Theatre on the 23rd of February and runs through to the 17th of March. The Hate Race is an unflinching exploration of the complexities of the race in Australia. Bookings through malthouse.com.au Dry Land runs from the 28th of February to the 9th of March at the Explosives Factory. What happens in a girl's change room after the high school swimming pool has closed? For tickets, go to theatreworks.org.au Ruthless, the musical takes over the Alex Theatre from the 1st to the 24th of March, a satirical feast that playfully pokes fun at classic Broadway productions like Gypsy and Maine, and iconic films such as All About Eve and The Bad Seed, offering a cheeky nod to the relentless pursuit of fame and fortune by those irrepressible showbrats. Get your tickets at alextheatre.au. Gaslight opens at the Comedy Theatre from the 6th to the 17th of March 2024. Young, trusting and fragile, Bella Manningham thinks she's losing her mind. Tickets via marinagroup.com.au Rejoice to find Melbourne, Wicked is back. Long before Dorothy dropped in, two other young women meet in the land of Oz.
Performances at the Regent Theatre commence from the 6th of March 2024. Bookings via ticketech.com.au or phone 1300-111-011. Ruben Kay is performing Apocalyptic at the Malthouse from the 28th of March to the 21st of April. Part eulogy, part allergy, part Eastern Block Dog Day afternoon. Bookings at malthousetheatre.com.au. Rose Matafeo on and on and on is performing in the Merlin Theatre from the 28th of March through to the 7th of April. Rose talks about herself on stage for about an hour, 55 minutes if struggling. Tickets at malthousetheatre.com.au. Piaf will be at the Palms at Crown on the 16th and 17th of May. This celebrated production tells the story of Edith Piaf's career through her unforgettable songs, including Levi Rose, in an original scenography with projections of images of Edith Piaf never published before. Parle tout bas, je vois la vie en rose. Allez, venez, Milor, vous avez l'air d'un môme. Laissez-vous faire, Milor, venez dans mon royaume. Non, rien de rien. Non. via theprestigeevents.com.au brings Irish sensation Airborne back to Australia and it will be at the Palais on the 17th of May. The unique fusion of live rock music with a live band and the world's best Irish tap dancers has captivated audiences around the world. Tickets are on sale at melonevents.com. Sunset Boulevard opens on the 21st of May and stars international superstar Sarah Brightman. This will be a brand new lavish production of the Tony Award winning musical. Tickets can be booked at sunsetmusical.com.au. This week's review is Home Economics, which has been playing at the Explosives Factory this week. In 2009, playwright Declan Green wrote a series of five studies on sex and food, which came together in a collection called Home Economics, Little One's Theatre, stage four of the five for a season. There was some rewriting and Currency Press have published it. In 2023, emerging director Stephanie Lee was looking for something to direct for her VCA graduating play and decided to present three of the vignettes, Sugar, Truffles and Flour. In 2024, Theatre Works 
reprogrammed the show into their Midsummer Festival lineup. This production begins with a pubescent schoolgirl, Shanu Sobti, who is addicted to chocolate but has refused to go to a dentist her whole life. Because of this, her teeth are decaying and her breath is toxic. She is living and loving and crushing hard, just like any teenage girl. But the boys, Elfie Baker and Charlie Vich, are repelled and express it, right to her face at times, in that sadly authentic, toxic way teenagers have about them. Green is always spot on about the ugly in us all. The second vignette portrays a couple at a restaurant. They are forced to sit there together for what seems like hours because they aren't getting served despite continually ringing a bell. Ah, the nightmare of restaurants with really slow service. The guy, Veach again, is a dick. And you might wonder why the woman, Sarah Iman, stays. But it becomes clear that she is working. This is not just a horrific date she can walk out on. When will the waiter come? In the final scene, a home economics teacher, Eden Goodall, is in a loving, committed marriage with Ian Farrington. But a mischievous student, Marco Pesser, is intent on seducing him. Will the teacher give in to temptation or will his partner's love keep him faithful? What is great about this production is its commitment to the queer theatre aesthetic. The set sparkles and shimmers and the actors are brave and bold. The visuals are strong and the topics are outrageous and authentic. We go to queer theatre to be shocked, amazed and challenged on every level. And Felipe Filahia's set does that when we enter the space. And Green's writing finishes the job on the way through. The dramaturgy and the direction are where this production gets lost. It begins with the choice of material. Whilst the vignettes are good, strong writing, they are more a set of scenes studies than anything easily collated into performance without strong intention. It is not that this is impossible, it is more that it needs skill and experience to know how to craft message and intention and I just don't think this team have enough dramaturgical skill yet, even though they did have a dramaturg on the project, Zach Lewin. The exception here is costume designer Louisa Fitzgerald who creates a costume palette which is perfect and helps the audience understand everything they need to know about these characters. For the hearsay is a breathtaking cascade of silver curtains and draped white shears but what does any of that have to do with any part of this show it tells us nothing beyond a slight echo of the concept of overindulgence this is something sure but it is nowhere near good enough to guide the audience through any practical or conceptual narrative. Its brightness and lack of architecture also made the lighting a challenge for Tom Vulcan. Vulcan did a great job with what was essentially a big glittery white box. The set turns out to be a precursor to a show overfilled with VCA unconditional positive regard self-indulgence. Subdue Schoolgirl is a wonderful swirl of energy to start the show, but Lee doesn't allow her the space to delve into and expose the pain which is so clearly there to be explored in the writing. Baker and Vitch are great as the schoolboys, but it is as if Subti never hears anything they say. She certainly never reacts to them. In the third vignette, Pessa's schoolboy is just a drag stereotype who reveals nothing about young love and the seductive power of innocence. I spent the whole time in the final vignette thinking, who on earth could ever be attracted to such a little shit, never mind sacrificing a marriage for him. Goodall as the teacher is phenomenal, but he's having to do all the work in himself because neither Pessa nor Farrington really give him enough to justify his struggles. Lee needs to pay far more attention to the to play of characters. The great flaw in both of these pieces is actors not hearing each other or offering enough. The strongest vignette is the one in the middle. Lee has actually directed a masterpiece here and this is where the set also works in well with the conversation 
of the work. Iman and Veach explore the toxic male and the hostage female wonderfully. In this section, it is perhaps Green who lets the team down, as he doesn't entirely set the reason why the woman won't, can't leave clearly enough, in my opinion. I love the table bell, boxing bell analogy, a simple but effective theatre trope. In the end, though, my plus one said it best when he said, I don't know what the takeaway was. Part of that comes from the source material, which is not really designed to be a play. This is surmountable, though, with a stronger sense of intention and dramaturgical skills. This production is a fine VCA piece, but it really does not successfully transition into the outside world. On a personal note, I was frustrated to see that VCA self-indulgence carry through to the scene changes. I know the art of quick, efficient scene change has died, but if you're going to let actors perform, at least keep it within the construct of where the performance is at that point in time so that the audience don't disconnect. Pez's mincing theatrics as he mopped the stage completely destroyed the momentum into scene two, and this then coloured the tone of scene three. Theatre is storytelling. If it is not telling the story, don't do it. And I gave this show 2.5 stars. If you would like to comment on this review, you can go to whatdidshethink.com and have your say in the comment section under the review. You can invite me to review your show through the Contact Me gadget on the left of the page. And now for some industry news. First Nations musicians, writers and fashion designers are among those supported through Creative Australia's latest suite of investment programs. The latest investment outcomes include Flourish 3, close to $500,000 through Flourish, a First Nations textile design and fashion innovation fund. Karina Muir is one of 11 designers supported as part of the Flourish fund. Elevate 3, Creative Australia will invest almost $60,000 in First Nations literature through Elevate a career development grant opportunity for First Nations individuals and groups. Lisa Fuller is among six recipients. Lisa is an award-winning writer, a sessional academic and freelance writer-editor and said the grant would support her to be mentored on the business of being a literary agent. And there is Space to Create 3. Creative Australia has also announced the six participants of its Space to Create music residency for First Nations musicians, artists, songwriters, audio engineers. The residency, now in its third year of partnership between Creative Australia and Australian National University enabled participants to take part in an intensive on-site music residential program based in Canberra at the Australian National University's School of Music and the Yil Lal Studio led by Torres Strait Islander musician Will Kepper. Read more about the latest recipients of the Flourish, Elevate and Space to Create programs on the Creative Australia website at creative.gov.au. And now it's time for something special. As part of the 20-year anniversary, Artplay will bring back some of its favourite programs throughout 2024, events and workshops that empower children to express a realm of creative possibilities. Since 2004, the City of Melbourne's Artplay has inspired next-gen creatives to dream large and exchange ideas with artists. Recognised as a global innovator, Artplay has enchanted young people, families and artists to share and create experiences such as theatre, animation, visual art, sound making 
filmmaking and sculpture. The 20-year celebrations will kick off with Wild City by Kathy Holoko, a mini-city exhibition developed in 2018 through Artplay's new work development program, New Ideas Lab. Wild City is an award-winning work where children have created a thriving metropolis that responds to real and inspiring stories of urban ecology. Throughout 2024, families can visit Artplay to try four New Ideas Lab projects, including cooking up a storm in Mama's and Nonna's kitchen. Other projects in development include Then What, a super fun storytelling game, The Sensor, a world where no books are banned, and Endling, that creates a safe, sustainable environment for the last living creature of its kind. In partnership with House of Muchness, Artplay supports an ensemble of young idea makers and cultural ambassadors called By Kids for Kids Collective, who have designed fun and impactful creative adventures for other children. In July, the By Kids and For Kids Collective will bring back The World is Lava, an obstacle course where trophies are awarded for surviving daily life. And Can Everyone Please Calm Down, featuring a range of chillax stations designed to achieve maximum calm, peace and serenity. From August Rain by Singh, Drop Bear Theatre and Threshold will return to art play after national and international tours. Initially developed as a theatre performance in 2013 through the New Ideas Lab, Rain will now be presented as an installation for parents with babies and preschoolers to experience the mesmerising sounds and wet embrace of rain. Here is a trailer about By Kids for Kids Collective from 2023. I personally think the By Kids for Kids project is absolutely amazing idea because Kids understand kids better than adults understand kids. You're going to have a gut response where you pick something and you don't know why you might pick it, but it feels right to pick it. We would love you to record your ideas and then we're going to share them all together. Everything is joining in with creative stuff. I've wanted to do that since I was six. And also, I know that if I cooperate, we could make something big. I think kids' brains are better at having ideas than adults because they're still learning. Kids know what other kids will like, so it's a really good experiment and I really want to see how it goes. You can make the impossible possible by like changing a few things. Artplay is a multidisciplinary art studio that develops creative experiences by, for and with children and families. Co-creating with children is at the heart of what we do. Children are trusted and viewed as equal collaborators and citizens. The concept of children being involved with the programming at Artplay and curating events for the public has been brewing behind the scenes and in our creative spaces since 2018. The idea behind the program was to design an experience that not only allowed children to develop and curate events, but also to build a community space where they could improve their confidence, learn new skills and make friends. And importantly, offer a space where the young artists' ideas were treated with the same gravitas as adults. The best way to come up with an idea um, for me, it's just to like let my brain think random thoughts until like I go, hey, that's interesting. What if I so and so? 
The key to the success of this program has been Artplay's partnership with House of Muchness. The founder and artistic director, Alex Walker, has a profound ability to build, support and celebrate the artistic contribution of children. Together with her collaborator, Hannah Lido, they developed an inclusive and democratic environment where the children knew their ideas were genuinely valued. Buy Kids for Kids project was um, like when kids in our group designed an exhibition, a type of like place that other kids can come and try it out and we just did like we made ideas and then we made them into exhibitions and that's kind of what we did. We have all changed um, over, over the year. Um, when we first met each other it was a bit awkward and we were friends all of a sudden right but I feel like everyone is much better at showing people and uh, speaking publicly in front of people now and Alex and Hannah um, just like feel like people that we like they feel like second parents pretty much uh, and it's like we're all kind of family friends all together. I'm always excited about young people being armed with surprising responsibilities reframing our expectations of them Having this ensemble as co-designers with us was a powerful way for them to be centralised in meaning making, in deciding what matters. And then hosting and leading their peers and younger children is a radical suggestion that we are all teachers and learners and the strength of ideas isn't age dependent, that the richest of processes and outcomes happen when different ages, minds, diversities, lived experiences join up experimenting, failing, ultimately creating original material that has the authentic flavour of childhood in it, both the seriousness and the play. Working like this meant we arrived at remarkably unique and truly representative subject matter. The idea of don't panic, everything is urgent. These opposites. The notion that children are absorbing inconsistent messages from the adult world, having to oscillate regularly between what is an emergency and what isn't. And so that whole thematic world became our playground of ideas. And from it, they dreamt up with us five artistic experiences for other children to enter. Lava is a physical challenge obstacle course of tasks where everyday anxieties are given the gravity of natural disasters, but in a game format with a scoreboard and medals, trophies for surviving daily life. Calm Down is a circuit of stations, mini worlds, designed to maximise calm, where children visit these peaceful oases, then vote for their favourite. Power was a chance for kids to create fictional leaders and role-play moments in the limelight, an invitation to offer alternatives to the status quo. We had an upcycling fashion experience for the creation of new designs from existing garments, this cosy nook of sewing and hot glue guns and mannequins, fabrics, textures... Then we finished with the panel, which was a cross-age celebration of ideas, joyful and energetic, and a space for different opinions to dance around each other respectfully, adults and children in conversation about something that mattered to both of them. For me, presentation was my favourite thing. I really like planning stuff and taking all the possibilities, writing pros and cons. Well, we came up with the idea by, like, we were just chatting about ideas and we thought it wouldn't be interesting to talk about 
everyone's stresses in life. And that's basically the idea of World of Love or all of these things are stresses in life turned into a game, which I personally think is a very good idea. I absolutely love the audience because I just love kids in particular. Yes, I think it being designed by kids my age was a great help and it really just, just made it feel more like at my level. Felt like an escape room in the NGV. Sometimes when grown-ups make things, it's a little bit hard for kids to like understand them properly. But when like kids make them, it feels like you can understand them a little better. For two decades, over 275,000 participants will have flocked to art play to experience over 4,500 art experiences. Every year, kids can engage with up to 300 free or affordable workshops, events, immersive installations and performances at the Birrarung Ma venue behind Fed Square or through other innovative online digital offerings. Over the years, Artplay has engaged with over 2,500 artists, partnered with more than 300 arts programs and collaborated with 50 festivals to develop a range of stimulating arts experiences for children and families. Artplay has co-commissioned several critically acclaimed projects, including Polyglot Theatre's Tangle as part of Moomba Festival in 20. 2011, Crumbs with Yurumboy First Nations Arts Festival in 2021 and The Rainbow Tree with Midsummer Festival also in 2021. Strong global connections are often forged with art play including The Shadows Project, an ongoing cultural exchange with Jeonju Cultural Foundation in Korea. Art play also partnered with Melbourne Fringe to create the immersive installation The Little Nests with Paper Moon Puppet Theatre in Indonesia and The Art Ground in Singapore. The City of Melbourne has contributed over $25 million across 20 years to support creative initiatives for children through art play programs, including $2.1 million for the development of 60 new commissions through the New Ideas Lab Incubator. Children are the drivers of their own creative adventures in art play. With the guidance of artists, children from babies to 13 years of age playfully explore how to express themselves through the arts. Art play was established with the support from the Sydney Myra Fund and was inspired by The Ark, a dedicated cultural centre for children in Dublin. The art play model encouraged the creation of other international creative programs for kids, including the Art Ground in Singapore and Palbok Art Factory in South Korea. Since 2004, art play has directly engaged 275,000 participants, contracted 2,500 artists, delivered 4,500 arts experiences, partnered with 300 arts programs, 50 festivals and 30 not-for-profit organisations, contributed over $25 million to support creative initiatives for children children, including $2.1 million for new commissions. It has developed over 60 new works through the New Ideas Lab Incubator Program and completed three research projects with the University of Melbourne and one research project with RMIT University. For more information on Artplay's 2024 program, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au slash artplay. (laughs) 
So to finish, here's a recap of what you can experience in Melbourne this week and you truly are spoiled for choice. Today is your last chance to see Trans Woman Kills Influencer at La Mama Courthouse. To book tickets, head to lamama.com.au. There are hot summer nights at Gasworks until the 5th of February. Tickets through eventfinder.com.au. Melbourne Theatre Company is currently presenting 17. Tickets can be purchased through mtc.com.au. Groundhog Day the Musical is playing at the Princess Theatre. For all bookings and inquiries, call 1300 111 Rouge opens at Gasworks on the 6th and runs through to the 10th. Bookings via eventfinder.com.au. Destroyed is playing at the Explosives Factory from the 6th to the 10th of February as well. You can book tickets at theatreworks.org.au. From the 8th to the 9th of February, Mama and Nana's Kitchen Stage 2 opens at Artplay. Tickets via artplay.sales.ticketsearch.com. Victorian Opera brings Candida to the Palais from the 8th to the 10th of February. Tickets can be booked at victorianopera.com.au. Also playing from the 8th to the 10th of February is Woman of Salt at Gasworks. Tickets via gasworks.org.au. Mechastra opens at the MC Showroom from the 8th to the 11th of February. You can get your tickets at the mcshowroom.com. Meg Washington is performing with the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra on the 9th of February. Bookings via mso.com.au. Homophonic is back at La Mama Courthouse from the 9th to the 11th of February. Get your tickets at lamama.com.au. And finally, Rocky Horror is back in Australia and is taking residence at the Athenaeum from the 9th of February. Tickets are on sale now at rockyhorror.com.au. What Did She Do is created by myself, Samsara, and drops every Sunday. Also, if you like a bit of audio fiction in your podcast mix, you can check out my other podcast, Samsara's Dramas, scripts straight from my pen to your ears via an amazing ensemble of actors. Let's catch up again next week. What Did She Do?